Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit LeiaHealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Friends. Just friends. Ah, yeah. Sure, we're here now. It is 11 minutes past 11. It is time for Jen's Friends. And we do this every single week. It's the time of the show when two of my friends, they come in, they do the talking. I get to reflect on what we've been talking about during the week. This week, delighted to say, I can't believe they're actually here. Baz Ashmawi off the telly and all that. And human content fountain. Keen Toomey are here. Hello. Human content fountain <laughs> sounds very better. suspect. <laughs> I'll I take just it get though. bored of saying content creator. That's fine. It's a weird word, but yeah. I, I'll take that. That you was got amazing. Here. I've never been called a fountain. You just are. made it. Just about made it. I left at half six and I think I spent like an hour and a half in Dublin, but we made it. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're person. here. Uh, how's it going? Good. Busy man? Busy, yeah. yeah, yeah, busy, yeah. Or are you? Is all you know? Faithless obviously aired on Virgin Media. Is that? It? But it's all done. That's well, that's all done. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So yeah. It's just telling people about it. It's just telling people about it, and then you know, like working on the next thing, and yeah. you know, you know what it's like. Ah, you know Kian, you like. know what it's like. You I know. don't. I don't really, to be honest. <laughs> well, you I, do. I pretend to be my wife <laughs> on the internet. Baz. <laughs> yeah, but you, you constantly you do ha- it so you, well. You, you see, we were talking about this day. So you have to constantly come up with creations every day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so that that to me is exhausting. While writing something like Fateless, at least I sit down, I write it, and I spend a lot of time on it. But I, once I have a good gag, I have a good gag. I don't have to worry about it. Like mm. that's a. We should try swap. We I should. would happily swap with you yeah. if you want to. I well, I've always life. wanted to be a human fountain. <laughs> so. Um, You're calling. Yeah, it is. It could yeah, be. I could see be. you doing it. I see it you doing be. it. I'm too lazy to be mm. a content creator. To That's be honest okay. with you, it's a lot of work, isn't it? It's yeah. a lot yeah, of it's work. Yeah, training. Yeah. Because you have to be. You have to be on the pulse. You need to know what's going on. You have to be on trends. You need to watch a lot of stuff, and then you have to make something that's kind of funny, and then we'll get yeah. people reacting. But he's brilliant ah you're you the OG I know you could be Stop. I think you're my favourite you're, you're, you're brilliant the you're the OG hilarious yeah. hilarious yeah. I mean just to give people an idea how many years are you doing this now uh, 12 yeah, T- 10 years professionally yeah. oh look wow. at you look yeah, at you yeah. thank you it's hilarious lads let's talk about what our listeners got in touch with the show about during the week with so many good topics because I'm in here at 5 o'clock in the morning trawling the internet I don't have any team whatsoever I'm sure you no, are no not one I think John John outside fainted Is, <laughs> no, no. pick Who's him that? up is no, he okay no. he, he, he cleans up the place um, <laughs> okay, we're, on Monday we were asked whether kids get too much praise these days. This was a big topic, right? It, do kids get too much praise? And if it does them any good, because we were talking about the Danish people apparently get it right. They don't like t- to put every picture on the fridge and they don't like to tell their kids they're amazing and everything and you're just so good at this because it doesn't build resilience, right? Yeah. A lot Danish, of people, the, home, the home of crime drama. Let's yeah. throw that in. All right, okay. Know how to murder someone better than anyone else in the world. I didn't think of it like that. Yes. N- nonsense. Good That's pastries. nonsense. They're very happy. They're a very happy nation. No, you got to give love to like support and over love. There's no such thing as Molly Codlin. Give as much love and as much support to kids as possible. I'm telling you, my mammy, right, loved me so much that I think I was at least 25 before I realised that I wasn't quite as wonderful as she th- as I thought I was. You know, as she told me. Yeah. But. But I think if was that a hard realization? <laughs> well, it was. It, it, I still fully haven't absorbed it, you know. But but I, I honestly think that that 
you know, if you don't receive loads of love and loads of support, then in as you grow older and have kids of your own, you won't know how to receive and give love to other people. And I think so, you can't you can't you love someone too much. You... Support, like, not unrealistically. My mum was never unrealistic, but like. Yeah, support. Yeah, okay. loads of love. Yeah, loads of support. What do you think? I like you have kids and I don't, so I just gonna have to trust that. But you, you did you get loads of support? I when got, you, I got, I got half and half. I was toughly nurtured. In, what do you mean in, by that? Like you know, I'd get like a humble compliment, but then I'd be like, "Bobo, wait, no, don't take that compliment fully. Now you gotta, you yes. gotta, you gotta grind it yourself. Yeah, don't mm. be spoiled. But don't you ever remember uh, being young and one of the the worst um, digs you could get was, "Oh my God, they're an awful show off." You know what I mean? We didn't like people getting too confident back I, I, you're, back I'm, just, I'm just blinking heavily. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's I just spent my whole life like that. I made a whole career just out of being, being that kid. But I'm not saying I didn't get the odd bang of a soda stream. Like I got, I got, yeah, I got disciplined. Okay, but but no, show off. Do be show off. Yeah. Um, okay, okay, that's interesting because uh, there is two schools of thoughts. There's, there's one where you just build kids up and build them up and make them so resilient because life chips away at them, doesn't mm. it? Yeah, yeah but they then they become divas or something, and then they're entitled and they expect things and they stop thanking the bus driver. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I mean, it's in, they're entitled. Uh, that's manners, though. That's a different thing, isn't it? That's a different thing to supporting and and encouragement. I don't think you can build resilience, though. I do kind of agree with the Danes. Okay, uh, for example, my uh, you know with the football thing or whatever. And my son is just not, he's not good at it. He's not good at it. So I'm like, well, if you want to be good at it, you're going to have to train. You're going to have to work at it. Yeah, you know or get what into I mean? IT or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, the kids need to learn that they have to work to be good at something. They're just not going to be good at everything. And I don't put every picture on the fridge because some of them are terrible. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, no, but I, I get that. But I, like, I think the work ethic, yeah, you have to, te- like, if you work really hard, you can achieve this. But the truth is, you know, you can... You can fail as well. Yeah. So so I I think you might as well. The world is going to smack you down. What, your parents need to smack you down as well? Ah, but isn't that the Irish way, Baz? Come on. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Come I, on. I don't, I don't know. I think what about your own kids then? Well, I'm, very, I'm very supportive. I'm very encouraging. Um, I teach them a big work ethic. You know, yeah. like there is a there's a certain amount of work you have to put in to achieve something. But but I'm very supportive of them. Yeah, I would you give be. Good and not advice. not unrealistic. Like they don't draw a picture and, and it's crap. And I go, that is the most. I don't lie to them. Okay. But, but also, there's a time when they start something new. Like my daughter scored a basket last week. I probably overreacted slightly. <laughs> I did. Like, but it's the first game they won in. Ever, ever, you know, and and this is a t- you know, and I was, I was, she was ecstatic. She was so proud of herself. I, you know, I was after weeks and weeks of yeah, it was good. It was a good feeling, you know. Okay, okay, I think we've all t- learned something here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's talk about yesterday because yesterday, oh, it was in the news. I, I mean, the the dropout rates of kids from first year to second year in college is obscene. Like it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and there's lots of different reasons why kids drop out. I think the, one of the main things that was coming in on the text machine was logistics and people who live in the country trying to get to colleges and it's too far and there's no room on campus and there's no crack and they're in their car six hours a day or whatever, okay? Baz, why was college not for you? I couldn't afford it. Um, yeah. That's the truth back then. I, 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 I was doing drama and theatre studies and it was seven, you know, you were leaving the house at 7 a.m. and you were leaving college at 7 a.m. while my friends were like off on a Tuesday, no college on a Wednesday, half day and a Monday. And 
they were able to have like I worked in I worked in retail so I was working in a clothing store and I just couldn't work you know I could work on a Saturday and that wasn't enough to get by I didn't realize how all consuming that course would be mm. and and I just went oh look I'm, it's I'm, too I'm, hard it, it was it was I couldn't I couldn't juggle so I was like I didn't have that uh, financial support to to be able to get by okay. so so I was just like okay I'm just gonna work and but but I you know I, I in, you found your way to the place I that found you eventually to be. you know like that's life you know you, if you're determined enough you'll find your way back to it but I would have lo- loved to have done it you know um, college is also it's that thing of do men and women mature differently maybe I was a little bit immature I was very young leaving school maybe 16 yeah you know? wow um, so for me like being broke and having no money was just not doable to me you know I just yeah. I just couldn't live like that we had so many students on the phone they're just not having any crack is it I mean? really I thought college oh, is college no they're not having any crack they're not having any crack because they can't afford it logistically they can't get to it they can't get to the crack and mm. uh, then they have mental health issues because they're spending so much time on public transport and they can't it's not financially viable to stay in college did you, did you, did you, did you study what did you study I studied TV and film production but then I started making videos and I wasn't sure if it was going to be a career or not because it was it was unheard of like so I asked my college lecturer like politely I was like look I'm thinking about dropping out to do this full time and she was actually very supportive to it she was like look you're already in like the stratosphere and if you kind of feel like you have a career or feel like you have something uh, then go for it so I left the the next day and just cracked on How long were you in the course for? I did it for a year Okay. See the problem was it was all like editing and stuff and I self-educated myself beforehand because that was just my interest when I was younger uh, editing gaming videos Mm -hmm. so I kind of didn't really learn much in there which is a subtle flex because mm. I was like, oh, I, YouTube taught me all of this. Yeah. So I actually didn't really have a reason to be there. Like, I, Did I didn't you have any be... crack while you were there? Oh, we had loads of crack. Ah, so you... yeah. But like, not like, not like, I don't know what you would define crack. I mean, like, I just like. Well, you define it We for just me. rolled rollies all day. Okay. Yeah. That was genuinely it. She like, has okay. a different version of crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 What did you study? Tables. You're a business major or something, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did a secretarial course for six months and nice. then got, um, uh, I got out of there as soon as a man in a suit came in and said, I have a job in an industrial estate in Baldwin. And I was like, I'll take it. And did that mm. and then went into the working world. Never wanted to go to college because we couldn't afford it either. And mm. I was like, I just want to get into the working world. But like you and my sister who didn't go to college, I have this hankering for being a college student. I feel like it's something I really missed out yeah, on. Yeah. I really would love to go back and study something. And I think only now I'd be mature enough at 43 to go, this is what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. Having a clue at seventeen. Yeah. Having a clue. But you can you can do that. You can do that at any stage. Like yes. it's, it's interesting. You even say about you know like educating yourself. You'd already educated yourself through YouTube. I like, know him. When I when I knew I wanted to write something, I did a weekend course and I did. I read three books. Okay. Like literally, a like natural. that's. That, but no, but I'm just saying, like, there are ways, you know, like even do, we do autocue, right, for presenting. Mm. I still ring up Red Dog and go, can you give me a little warm-up weekend? And he's like, what? Baz, you're doing this 20 years. You don't need a warm-up weekend. And I was like, I got a job in the UK. Just give me a warm-up weekend. And I'd spend a weekend with him just running autocue. Yeah. Just, just because that muscle isn't... 
isn't got to sharpen your tools. Yeah, you always, yeah. You just got to sharpen up sometimes, so you can do that at any stage. Like you can go back to college and study anything at any time. In the space of four years, you can completely change. You can put names, letters on your name in four years. Yeah. It's That'd nothing. be cool. I wouldn't have the attention span. I could barely watch a movie. I was going to say. I don't sit through a lecture. Like I'm 40 seconds in. Yeah. I'm like, I'll scroll to the next lecture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you were to do something else, if you were to go back to college, what, what do you think you'd do? Honestly, psychology without being like a joker, just because mm-hmm. this, this job has put me through the, the, the works of it and a lot of like self-reflection. I'd love to, I, I just, I'm interested with how the brain works. So, but I'll never do it because I'll pretend to, I'll just continue to pretend to be Emily yeah, and okay. we'll never do something noble. Speaking <laughs> of pretending, this was huge. I don't know why. They, oh, we were talking about the film If, isn't that right, uh, John John? Um, if, which is this new movie with Ryan Reynolds and it's about imaginary friends and it's kind of cute and we got a big response on the topic because there's loads of great listeners out there had imaginary friends as, as children and have them in their lives now with their kids. Mm. It was kind of borderline ghost stories, wasn't it? It was kind of a bit, it was getting a, bit, a little bit creepy uh, in times. But did you have one? Yeah. Of course did. you did. I did. Um, of course you did. I don't, I don't recall it, but my mother would, would tell the story a lot better. But when I was like four or, I don't know, four or five, uh, we lived in a bungalow in the countryside and I had a friend named Alex and he he wasn't from this earth. Like he, he did pass away. And I knew that for some reason. And um, he lived in the attic and he'd come down every morning and I used to give out to my mother if she didn't prepare anything for him or any of that sort. And then one day he, my mom, my mom came in. She was like, where's Alex? And I was like, He's, he, he got up during the night and he left and I haven't seen him since. And I'd love to know what that's about though because... Like there, it was very detailed. I remember my mom was like, he, I was recalling very detailed reasons as to mm-hmm. why he's no longer mm-hmm. here, and then tried researching it. I couldn't find anything about it, but she's very convinced that I was legitimately speaking to some random wow. dude, wow, who didn't exist. We got so much of that. We yeah. got so much of that, and people doing research, and they're like, oh, uh, this person, this old person that the child was saying. One of them, for example, stood out to me. Um, this old man used to read to her. Read to the child. The child's like, oh, my imaginary friend, Johnny, reads to me all the time. And then the mother was showing the child pictures of her dad that passed away. And she goes, that's the man that reads to me. That kind of vibe was happening a lot yesterday. No, no, I'm not into ghosts. I'm not a believer in any of that. But it did have me freaked out. Any imaginary friends in your house? Had an imaginary dad who went to get falafel and Um. never came back. (laughs) Had one of them. Same. No, um, not really. Not not, uh, uh, from my own person. Did you speak to him? Yeah, very briefly. And then he vanished. Um, But... Um, uh, for me, no. I, I, one of my daughters, actually, had only one of the kids had. <laughs> I, I can't. I don't want to name names, but she had an imaginary friend that absolutely freaked out everybody else. Because <laughs> you'd be sitting in the garden, and she'd go, "Hey, Anna," Anna and she'd start talking up at the wall, and. I remember, I remember Amelia going, "This is really creepy, and you need to sort this out, and that's not normal, and you know, but." But I don't know what it was. I, I I never got to the bottom of it. I just like I think a child's imagination is a child's imagination. It's amazing, sometimes, and isn't you know? it? And I don't want to dampen that or clip those wings. No, you, know? you don't. You don't. And I mean, of course, of course, you had one because you don't want to clip you know. my wings, Benson. No, I God. wouldn't clip <laughs> your wings. Fly, fly, fly! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Let's talk about hobbies because on Thursday, callers told us about their hobbies. Um, very strange hobbies, but they had them because when you think about it, like, do you actually have a hobby? Going to the gym is not allowed. Going for a walk is not allowed. Any of that, okay? A lot of people into Lego. 
Yeah, oh, I like Lego. Oh, I like Lego. Lego. Of course nice. you do. But children, I, it's something you do with your kids yeah. as well. Like, like sure, it's a great. <laughs> no, but I, I, I'm using them uh, as a, an excuse yeah. to do Lego. Like, yeah. you know. Are you doing the 18 plus Lego? Yeah, doing? we're doing the 18 plus. We're doing the heavyweight, heavyweight stuff. Star Wars stuff, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You've got to commit to it. Yeah. What is your hobby, Baz? If I said to you, if you were to put on a CV, what would you? What would be down there? It was like I love film, right? I've always loved film, and uh, I remember uh, my mum was very tight with me about going to the cinema as a kid. And I remember, I remember having that moment and going, "When I'm a big person, I am going to go to the cinema whenever I want, and I'm just going to just going to buy myself a ticket. I'm going to go two packets of Maltese. I'm going to throw them, and I'm going to every day. I'll do that every and and it's one of the only promises I kind of kept to myself that sometimes I'll see the phone buzz and it'll be Tanya." constantly ringing and I'll be, be in Ratmine Cinema on my own <laughs> just munching Maltesers and I'm like that little promise to that little boy so I, I'm a geek as well so I like I grew up on comics and uh, I still buy graphic novels I'm big into graphic novels um, I'm into sci- Do you love that nerd shop in Dundrum? Big Bang yeah. is absolutely probably the greatest nerd shop there is Of course you know the name of it I, Yes I, the guys know it for Christmas, for Christmas, my kids went in and went, what do you think dad would like? And your mom was like, oh, he just filled a bag for me. And um, so, but I like that. And I think it's very important that you stay in touch with some of those childlike, without it becoming, where's dad? Oh, dad hasn't left a room. He, he's on his 152nd set of Lego. Yeah. You know, he lives in there now. We feed him crackers under the door. You know, you can't do that. Yeah. But, but you should it's embrace... It's important, yeah. I bought a pair of roller skates when I turned 14. I had a girl. Yeah. Like that. Have to wear Why not? Pads? I did. Yeah. Nah. No, I thought Lousy. I didn't. But then I was like, it's been years since I've done this and I'm not as good as I remember. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was it a four wheeler? Like oh, two, and two? Oh, two and two? Oh, it's two and two. Do you go so to the rink? Go. Two and two. I went to the rink. The rink is something else, isn't it? <laughs> The rink is hilarious. Me, me, and, me and Mahi go there all the time. It's good too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Now you made your hobby into a job. Yeah, unfortunately. But does it does it need to be something that's completely separate to your work? Obviously, yours isn't bad because it's film and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's a nightmare because I am aware that I can I can video anything, and that's that's what, what is what, work. what did you consider your hobby? There's a few. I think my main one at the minute. See, I hyperfixate through random bits, but yeah. at the minute, it's charity shopping. I'm obsessed oh. with charity shopping and that is a hobby. Like that's, I, that's I'd wake good up, good. I'd wake up, get a coffee, like I'd make an itinerary like and then do the the eight or nine places. You'd be utterly shocked what you'd find in there. What are you getting? Clothes. You shopping for clothes? Clothes, art. Um, what collect, type of clothes are you looking for? you looking for 90s or are you looking for... I love for... pants. I love finding like old men pants. Because okay. I used to wear skinny jeans a lot and then Emily was like, you need to stop wearing skinny jeans, Keen. It doesn't suit you. I was like, okay. So I started wearing wider ones. Let me tell you, I was a new man. Was it a game changer? Oh, it was a game changer. I was, I mean, I'm a totally different person. Wow. So I started charity <laughs> shopping. But then I'm like, am I just like... On you a wouldn't do- buy shoes I, though, like, would you? No, not in the, not in the no, second half. You no. wouldn't find them anyway. <laughs> no, I, I have a thing about wearing someone else's shoes. That would yeah. creep me out Toe completely. jam and stuff in it. I could, I could rock oh, a pair God. of flannels or something, but yeah. I, I couldn't wear someone else's shoes. Can you says here your wife uh, kind of joined you in your gaming hobby? Oh, yeah. We're not even married yet. I just call her my wife. I think you fiance. Do. Me too. Fiance is pretentious, isn't it? It is. And like then they just constantly ask you, when are you getting married? Yeah, yeah. yeah. not even French. Wife. But yeah, I've been a long time gamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's how I actually started getting into videos me too yeah it's amazing but one day I cracked open Fortnite I reckon I'm the oldest Fortnite player in, in the world <laughs> it's so addicting mm. um, and yeah one day I was there getting stressed biting my biting my um, biting my wrist because I was dying yeah. and then Emily was like what are you doing I was like I'm playing Fortnite and she sat with me 
and it was it's been like three out three years in a row. Every night we've been gaming. Wow. Is she enjoying it or is she doing it for you? She's thoroughly enjoying it. Like there's okay. days where I'm working and okay. she's like, Fortnite? I'm like, Wow. wow. Yeah. Close down the laptop. Okay. Yeah. My husband has a thing for board games. It's his thing. That's Don't fair. Yeah. Right? He like loves a board games. Thoroughly enjoyable. So I said to him, he was looking at me, his little puppy dog, he was like, Do you want to play a board game? I was like, Okay. Okay, mm. he could not believe I said yes. He could not believe mm. I was yeah. going to do this. And I played, and I hated every minute of it. And what I was game bored. It was some kind of explosive thing, and you've, you just, uh, I don't know. He, he has everything, Catan, yeah. um, every game. Battleships. He has yeah. battleships. I, I don't mind Risk. I don't mind playing Risk with him. Scrabble, Monopoly, Cheat, everything. Mm. He has it all, right? But I played this game with him, and I just didn't enjoy it. I was like, I'm never going to do this again. We just need to admit that you know it's okay like it's okay are you okay that Tanya doesn't Tanya and I partake? are polar opposites great right not I, apart from we have children together I don't think we share <laughs> one hobby that is similar but we we, we have a similar sense of humour um, that helps is, is something but in general Nah, it's like okay. and just, it works. Yeah, well, that's that's good. Yeah. And and it works for you as well. Is it yeah. playing your game together? Yeah. And, and oh yeah, look, there's ten percent where where we totally merge, but then there's ninety percent of the time she's yeah. like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Leave me alone." It's a part of the process. Like if Tanya sat down beside me and said. Uh, you know, what are we playing do you want to play Call of Duty I think I'd it'd be like me talking to an imaginary friend is <laughs> yes. what it would be yes, like yes, to bring yes. it around <laughs> I hear you. I'd be like I'm imagining a, a version of you that plays computer games now which is really creeping me out gaslighting myself you. so on your birthday we can do anything <laughs> anything you want you're like oh my god will you play Call of Duty with me that's what's happening that, I see hot. it I, I spent I, this is no lie I spent about six months now at this stage begging Tanya just to watch John Wick Right, and she goes, "I don't like the sound of it." I mean, it's someone's name. It's just someone's name. It's just how can you not like the sound of it? Like, but she just it's refu- an action. It's and an action now thing, she's so it? stubborn; she's just refusing to watch John Wick. You know, yeah. so there you go. That's okay. that's what I'm living with. Well, lads, that's what we were talking about uh, this week. Most uh, people were, were texting in and calling in about that stuff, uh, but we did other stuff as well. We just want to, you know, do it all because we have so much content. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming in thanks on this snowy day, Kian. Where can people follow you? And you know, uh, Instagram and TikTok and YouTube are the main ones that Mr. Keen Toomey I'm making Are you all over own. TikTok? I'm all over TikTok at the minute yeah. Okay I excellent. I'm with Viral. Talk to me about Faithless when can, when's the next episode? Next episode is out on Monday on Virgin Media at 9 p.m. but you can download the whole series oh. and view it on Virgin Media Player whenever you like. That's wow. interesting. So it's whatever you like. Okay. Have and it your way. me on the next season. Though. And I know we were talking about this uh, briefly but it is interesting to see you play the straight man. Depressed. Yeah. The, yeah. I play kind of depressed down down dad which is I just kind of didn't want to play Baz I just wanted to make sure I wasn't playing me mm-hmm. and I'm fairly upbeat and loud and all that so I wanted him to be kind of different to that How long did it take you to write it? It depends what you mean I suppose like originally the pilot I had it for five years I wrote that with a, a woman called Mandy McKeown we wrote that together and then um, then last January someone went yeah we like it Write us a series and then between, you know, a couple of months. So you see a lot of people go, six years in the making. Well, technically it was one pilot for five years and then um, five months of writing. If people haven't tuned into it or seen the ads yet, if you could explain it in a couple of sentences, how would you say? I would say it's a Dublin Muslim two and a half men. 
is what it is. So it's about a man whose okay. wife gets killed suddenly and he's a bit of a loser and he's uh, a bit down and he's left with these three girls and his family is divided into her side of the family, which is like um, uh, Roman Catholic, Irish, and then his side of the family, which is his Muslim Egyptian father and his brother, half-brother, comes to move in to help and doesn't help at all. He's okay. quite a nuisance. And it's about that family all going through the grieving process. So really it's just a... Uh, an Irish family drama. But there's great humour in it. How would you wedge in a bit of humour into a story like that? I I think you know better than anyone. Like any time something bad happens, there's always a a moment where you're like, not now, but, but we will laugh at this. Like this will be funny someday. You know, like I know there's even that moment where they're delivering the news that mum is dead, you know, and he's like, you know, your mum, and then he bottles it. Like he, when he's telling the youngest that the mum is dead, he's like, oh, "Mum's really, really sick, and she's in hospital." And the other one's like, "Well, uh, the next door neighbor said mum was dead," and he's like, "Well, I, actually, she is dead." Oh, God. You, you know, it's that it's that blackness of of humor, you yes. know. So that mightn't be your thing, but it's kind of my thing. And, and <laughs> so go um, and watch. There's it. a lot of that. There's so go and watch it and judge for yourself. Well, you yeah. can catch it on Virgin Media, lads. Thanks for coming in. Thanks All right, my for it. Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit leahhealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always.